Where we're going, we don't need roads. Tell you my story, man. I'm drunk, show up. Beautiful, I'm drunk. You talk. Give me two. Welcome everybody to the box office studio. We're back here, that's right. And joining me today is my offsider, Jason McDonald. Hey, how you doing? Man, I am going well. Back in the original studio, the the best. <laughs> yeah, and we've got a little bit of uh, some upgrades today. Yeah, yeah you've got Good. some audio jib arms and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, all that business. So uh, if you hear any noises uh, other than my voice, it's probably me, you know, Pulling this thing about, trying to get uh, used to it. <laughs> it's nice here. We can relax and sit back and and be able to talk without kind of leaning over the mic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I'm going to lean back right now, uh, and while I do that, Ooh. I'm going to do it with a, um, a beautiful asahi. Actually, ah, cheers. <laughs> there was no. Oh, that's good. That is good. That is the first one I've had uh, for a few days. A beer? Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's just been one of those things, you know. Well, I actually had a few last night, so... <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, look, we're here today to uh, to do our review. Yes. And this week, you and I got to see the film together. Yeah, we did, which is not always the case, is it? No, definitely not. Um, I So before we actually go into the film, just quickly, now you know, I'll, I'll tell everybody what it is. They already know what it is. But it's Murder on the Orient Express. Did yes. I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, you did. Murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> I felt I stumbled <laughs> over the Orient part. No, I thought it could be, is it in the Orient Express or on? <laughs> Had to work. Technically, I guess it's both. Yeah. It's on and in. Um, yeah, so spoilers there. There's a murder in and on the Orient Express. So the yeah. Orient Express is a train, right? Yeah, that's right. If anyone <laughs> in Filmland doesn't know that, definitely yeah. it's a it's a train. Um, but you you kind of took me to this film. Oh, really? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it was. Well, I shouted. You shouted. You know, it wasn't a freebie for you. You actually paid for this one. I did. Yeah, which mm. is brilliant. Uh, I didn't offer to pay you back at all. No, but you bought me a packet of uh, burgerings, which I'm sure that was about thirteen dollars. So, yeah, you're pretty <laughs> yeah. close. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was. But the one thing I wanted to bring up uh, about our little um, date was that I really felt it was a date. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about oh, here? Oh, gosh. Here we go. I knew you'd bring this up. <laughs> now, it was a couple seat. Yeah. And you had a choice out of all of the cinema. And it was actually a really nice cinema. What do they call that one there? Like VMAX. A, it was a VMAX, Yeah, it's it? a VMAX, yeah. So VMAX cinema, you had a choice of 400 seats, let's say. That's not true. Hmm? No, it's not true because I booked them that day. It was about 2 p.m. where I booked them. So there was a lot of seats that were sold out. As you know, the mood, the session was quite busy, right? All the single seats were, were taken, were they? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so then we ended up in a, a couple seats. Now, you know... You just, if there's any sort of awkwardness about this, 
let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> if you want to take me out on a date, you just tell me. Sean, I just want to take you out on a date. The reason why I chose that those seats, you know I'm particular about where I sit, right? Yeah, no, oh, yeah. Definitely. So everything, are, all yeah. my normal favorite seats were taken, right? And I knew, I know the cinema, so I knew that we were near, uh, we were kind of raised up a little bit. We had like a barricade where I was very conscious of your um, leg room. Thank you. So, yep. yep. So as you know, there was ample leg room. There was ample leg room because yeah. uh, there was just a moment. There was a moment. <laughs> we discussed this after. So everyone um, who listens to this podcast, uh, generally you'll know that I'll make a few height jokes. Uh, I can. I'm 6'4". Um, I can't because I'm 5'7". Yeah. <laughs> five something. Is that what you said? 7'7". Seven. Um, five, seven. And I just looked over for a moment and, and yeah, you, you went to put your feet up to be in sort of a lady of leisure, but you kind of didn't reach. So it looked like you were swimming in air trying to reach. <laughs> Look, I really believe that it's a had, you know, it had to be there. Otherwise, no one knows what you're really talking about. No, no one else. No one else saw it, uh, and it's not funny for anyone else. But I loved it, and I didn't say anything because uh, you know we'll get into because you're amused, yeah. Soon, but uh, <laughs> it was great. It was just a nice little moment in our relationship. I think um, you could say it was cute. Now, with a couple seat, that there is no armrest in between, right? So that's right. I was very conscious of you know your your arm and whether it were over my side and and things like that. But you know, I know I noticed you, you angled, behaved. You angled out. To uh, your sort of, because you're on the left of me and I was on the right of you. So yeah, you were angled yeah, out yeah. to your left and yeah. I was angled out to the right and there was a yeah. massive space in the yeah. middle between us. <laughs> but the funny thing is I was actually putting out my butt towards you. <laughs> uh, so anyway. What, what you will. Uh, you know what? Uh, if we go to that cinema again, I'm very happy to sit in those seats. Oh. Yeah. So I, I did I did well then. No, you really did, you know, because uh, you were pointing out all of the positives. And one of the other positives is as people are walking up the uh, aisle, I, we can't see them out of the corner of our eye because we're sort of sunken into this little, little yeah, yeah, nook. Like, yeah, nook. It's got a nook. It's yeah. getting worse. couple seats with a nook, yeah. It's like a barricade, so you can't see the lights. You can't see people walking up and down. Yeah. And there's no one in front of you either because you're actually raised like it's almost a, a mezzanine level. And yep. you're raised up, so you've got no heads in front of you. It's a perfect seat. But I had to compromise. I had to get the couple seat. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, look, uh, as much as I want to make fun of it, I can't because I loved every moment of it. <laughs> I did. I really like that seat. And if you don't get it again, that's <laughs> where the problems are going to start. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so we are here to do... Well, next uh, time yeah, you're paying, buddy. Murder on the Orient <laughs> Express. Jason. Tell us about the film. Yeah, so all the facts we have. Uh, it's directed by Kenneth Branagh, who's obviously a director actor. Yep. Yeah. So for those who don't know, he um, directed Cinderella, Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit, Macbeth. Yeah. Thor. Thor. He's a big one. Shakespeare guy, isn't he? Like stage. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, he and he stars in a lot of um, uh, Shakespeare as well. Uh, yeah, Hamlet, uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, and obviously as an actor, he's been in uh, Valkyrie and and more recently Dunkirk, actually. Uh, I still haven't seen that, yeah. He's really good in, mm. in, in that. So first thing I picked up is this director, Kenneth Branagh, he, he does a lot of kind of different films other than that um, Shakespeare uh, that he obviously loves. Um, he goes from Cinderella to Jack Ryan to Thor. 
It's you know, really diverse. Yeah, you do see him pop up everywhere. And and I guess I've always... It's funny, whenever I think Kenneth Branagh, I kind of immediately go to some of the best actors, like a Ray Fiennes sure. or a Daniel Day-Lewis. But after this film, I think I've awoken to the oh. fact that he's actually not on their level. Right, yeah. I, well, it's funny because I always, when I hear Kenneth Branagh, the first thing that comes to my mind is, is quality. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, we'll talk about what we felt about his character, yeah. I guess, when we get into it. So it's uh, obviously based on the novel by Agatha Christie, uh, who she also wrote many, many novels in the, I think it was like the, uh, from the 30s. Uh, but she also did Death on the Nile. Uh, the sc- interestingly, the screenplay uh, adaption was um, adaptation was by Michael Green, who we've mentioned before because he has done uh, the screenplay for Logan, Blade Runner, and Alien Covenant. Okay. Yeah, so he's so, got a yeah. real pedigree there already. Um, yeah. Uh, having sorry, having said that though, he also did uh, Green Lantern. <laughs> but that was a while back. With Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Oh. That's yeah. a shame. Yeah, yeah, it is. Hey? Yeah. Otherwise, it'd be really good, right? You almost had a perfect career. I know. <laughs> yeah. Look, the stars of this film is... <laughs> that, that movie was so bad that it doesn't matter how good those last few films you mentioned were, he's still a below-average director. Uh, writer, <laughs> keeps sorry. keeps dragging him down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, um, the stars is pretty much the whole fun of this film, you know, and uh, there's plenty of them. So I'll go, go through them quickly. We had Johnny Depp. We had Judy Dench, we had Michelle Pfeiffer, none of them need introductions. Uh, we had Daisy Ridley from Force Awakens, Star Wars. Uh, Penelope Cruz from Pirates of the Caribbean, Vanilla Sky. Josh Gad from recently from uh, Beauty and the Beast. And Will- Willem Dafoe from Spider-Man, Platoon, and many others. So yeah, really strong, strong uh, superior cast there. Massive cast. Mm. How are you going for uh, the official stuff? Oh, I'm, sorry, I'm just hanging to get into... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll just race through it then. All right. I thought you might have something there. Okay. No, uh, the no. budget's 55 million bucks. The runtime is one hour and 54 minutes. 55 mil. 55 mil. Yep. Okay. The uh, It's released in Australia and the US this week. Uh, the original Murder on the Orient Express was released in uh, 1974 for those playing at home. Mm. Uh, and interestingly, I looked it up and it, it was actually a really big hit. Yeah. It did $27 million, uh back then in 1974, and I adjusted that for inflation, and it comes in at around $125 million today. That's wow. a pretty decent hit, you know. I have I have a good reason for that, but I'll wait until we get into the... Okay, the genre is uh, clearly drama, mystery, crime, uh, and crit- uh, critically, Rotten Tomatoes has it at 65%, so critics are mostly positive about this. Uh, and that's it, so we're good to go. Good, good to jump in. I mean, Feet first. Look, uh, generally during these chats, you know, I, I kind of follow um, your lead in terms of all the information you have because mm. you, you put a lot of this together. Yeah. And uh, and I kind of just give uh, my feelings <laughs> uh, <laughs> on the films. Opinions from the uh, super coach. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and I'm going to be definitely shouting from the sidelines a lot on this. And what did you fall asleep or something? Because <laughs> you were so cozy. I just don't know where I'm sitting at. Oh, you're I right. Still you don't, don't know, know where I'm sitting. Think. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, those actors. Can you just run through them one more time for sure. me, please? Just yeah. Uh, Johnny Depp. Underused. Yeah. Uh, Judy Dench. Underused. Yeah. 
Michelle Pfeiffer. Underused, yeah. Daisy Ridley. Underused, yeah. Penelope Cruz. Actually, Daisy Ridley, used enough, yeah. Yep, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Penelope Cruz. Used enough. Josh Gad. Which one's he? He's the larger gentleman. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, no, he was definitely overused. And Willem Dafoe. But definitely underused. Okay, so all the quality actors. Yeah. I mean, I, I love Josh Gad. I think he's great. But, the, you know, you've got such pedigree there. Oh, but that's what I was going to... Yeah, I, I have nothing against him. I thought Beauty and the Beast, right? He was, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's great. And he was very good in this. Um, yeah. So nothing against that. But all of those people you just mentioned, uh, they are much better. Here's one of the things that, that uh, could lead in from what you're saying here is I feel like there was, um, it's, this is my overall opinion, right? I felt that the movie had 25 to 30 minutes cut out of it. It felt like that. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously we'll talk a, bit, a little bit more in the spoilers, but when just approaching the reveal, yep. the who done it, the I guess, it, yep. uh, it, it just kind of come out of nowhere. Very suddenly it goes, right, you're it kind of thing. And I went, hang on, hang on, I'm, I'm still not quite ready for that, you know. And now having said that, it feels like they cut scenes out of it, and that could be to your point. There could have been more with Michelle Pfeiffer or Judy Dench, we don't know. Yeah. But then having said that, add another 25 to 30 minutes into that film, and it's, it becomes a tough watch. You know what? I, I won't agree with the fact that it'll become a tough watch because uh, one of my um, main gripes with this film is as you said, coming to the reveal and the fact that it just sort of crosses over. It wasn't fleshed out enough for you? Or? Yeah, well, I mean, I can't, you know, as I said, we can't talk about it too much right now, but yeah. we're going to definitely go into that. But yes, um, I felt that there could have been a lot more um, understanding as to why um, his reveal happened the way it did. Sure. <laughs> That's sure. the easiest way I can say that right there. Um, definitely going to go through that in sort of five, ten minutes. I just, I could have, yeah, I could have definitely sat with a lot more of that. I was really okay. enjoying it Okay. for the first half of the film. I thought that they had started to flesh out the characters. Um, yeah. You know, Judy Dench and Michelle Pfeiffer after being in Mother as well. Um, yeah. I, I was really ready for her to, to just get a meaty sort of and part. And when she's in this film, she's great. But who, who has the meatiest role in this? Oh, well, it was uh, Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh, right? Yeah. And fine, he's directing himself doing it. <laughs> but he is the main pivotal character of the uh, um, the inspector. like the. Uh, of yeah. course, but maybe he didn't have to play it. Maybe he could could have got somebody else to do it. He was very good. Like, he, was, he, was, he was good, but he was a real character. He's quite possibly the world's best detective. He even says so. He says so. That's himself. a bit weird. <laughs> But look, do you know what? I have no problem with Kenneth Branagh. I thought he was great and um, I thought he did a wonderful job. And talk about moustaches, that moustache, oh my gosh. That was a, that was a beautiful moustache. That was and a beautiful moustache. I was, I was really quite taken back by it. The whole film <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, and, and paired together with the piercing blue eyes. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, no, I, I just thought they did a great job on the moustache. It's a real character on its own, and it really looks like it's real, like it's his moustache. Maybe with a bit of colouring. Yeah. The grey. Maybe with a bit of colouring. Yeah, yeah, it was a very nice silver uh, thing. So, do you know? You said before it would have made uh, with inflation 125. Oh, uh, the original. Uh, the original. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. The 1974 film, nine 125 mil uh, there around. 
That was an inflation year. Yes. Yeah, it was 125. Do you know yeah. who directed that film? And this is why it made so much back then. Oh, um, I can't recall, actually. Good. Oh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you in a second. Because don't forget, like 1974, there wasn't as much access to all of the different types of media that we have today. For sure. So to make 125, um, you only had to do a few things. And I think they did that. So you're ready. So Sydney Lumiere. Yes, that's right. Um, Lumet. Lumiere. Yeah, Lumet. Actually, Lumiere yeah, are the people that uh, um, created the moving picture. So <laughs> <laughs> Lumet. <laughs> Sydney Lumet directed it. Now, uh, he is the director of Dog Day Afternoon. Right. Annika! Yeah. yeah. First time I saw that. Uh, I, I think I, that's when I wanted to be a filmmaker yeah. or, an, or at least an actor because Pacino was just brilliant in that oh, film. Yeah. Um, and then he's done uh, so many others. He's an acclaimed director, but he's done Serpico as well. So, you know, a lot of Pacino in there. He also did uh, a fairly crap film. Maybe it was a good film, depending on who you are. The Wiz. Oh, yes. So The Wizard of Oz with Michael Jackson. Uh, Michael Jackson yeah, and, yeah. And Look, people. that's a tough watch, but I think was that was Diana actually Ross? pretty big back then, though, certainly yeah. for you know um, America. But So you've got an acclaimed director mm. leading it up. Same as Kenneth Branagh, but Kenneth Branagh is fighting against a lot more um, sort of uh, areas that people can well, take their traffic, eyes. Right? Yeah, busy, busy, busy. Yeah. So you've got that. Do you know who the actors were? Uh, no, I can't recall either. Right. Yeah. Because it's been, I mean, it's a long, long time since I've seen it. Yeah. Um, so it's actually quite sketchy. So I had to look it up just to remember who exactly was in it. But we've got Albert Finney. Oh, yes. Um, who I think a lot of people would know from certain films around. Uh, Lauren Bacall. Yeah, right. Um, uh, Bergman. Okay. Uh, Jacqueline Bissett. Oh, nice. Okay. Sean Connery. Uh, Anthony Perkins. Wow. Yeah. And um, I can't read my last note here. No one. Doesn't matter. Can't read that one. Well, that cast is kind of equivalent to this cast, wouldn't you think? But that's what maybe I'm saying. Maybe this cast is maybe a little bit bigger. I don't know. It's hard to... But take, well, I think back then, the, all of those actors were, were huge. Massive, as much yeah. as... I think it's an equal size um, star-studded star power. Sure. But I just think today's story, the way they told it in an old-timey way... It can work or it won't work, and I don't. I just don't think it really captured my imagination as much as I wanted it to. Yes, if you're going to do a classic film, you really need to, you know, almost. For me, it felt like it needed a little bit more Hitchcock, Hitchcock behind it, or something oh like God, that. Yeah. You I'm glad I mean? you said that. Yeah, I hadn't like thought it, of that. But yeah, I felt like it needed that. Yeah, and it didn't because what they did is he did a few cool things. Um, like he, he had like a lot of bird's eye view camera shots. Um, so he was looking down at the heads when they were investigating. Yeah, that was interesting. Scene. That yep. was interesting, right? But, you know, Hitchcock would have taken it to the next level, you know, and, and just had so much going on in the frame and, and you know, maybe slower movement or more classic kind of um, setups yeah. and, and that kind of thing. The other thing that bugged me a little bit, as much as this film is visually quite nice, but with $55 million, it looks like you're in, um, you know, it looks like the landscapes are all kind of, you know, green screen and stuff like that, uh, except for the train. I felt like the, the train was real. <laughs> yeah, like the insides of the train, yeah, it yeah. definitely felt like it was real. Although I thought the Orient Express would be bigger. <laughs> when it first came on the screen, it was like four carriages. I'm like, oh, 
Yeah. Oh, I thought you'd be bigger. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably <laughs> catch this person pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> but, but to be fair, I mean, that actually plays into how hard it would be to catch somebody because everyone is quite close together. Uh, therefore, everyone has access to, to murder. And this is not... Um, can we say who's murdered? Because it's not really giving anything away, is it? Um, I think like, leave that for spoilers, actually. Okay. All that right, was we'll a surprise that. to me. Um, but who, the, the person who was murdered, uh, everyone had access uh, to their particular area. So therefore, uh, you know, anyone could have done it. And I think that's what I like about those close quarter type films. Uh, I think what drives a film like this usually is uh, dialogue. Yes. And I just didn't feel the dialogue was strong enough in this film. I agree. Now, there's a lot of it. Yeah, there is, yeah. yeah. But it wasn't as uh, captivating as what maybe where it could have been. And I wasn't going along with poor AM trying to guess who did it. I was just, I, was, I wasn't partaking in, in the, the crime, so to speak, or, you know, who done it. It was more just sitting back and, and observing, observing. Because the dialogue wasn't sticky like that. That's kind of how I feel, you know? Because I, I wanted to be watching going, oh, yeah, but hang on. He did that earlier on, and then she said that, and he made me, you know, but I had none of that. Yeah. I was trying to, I was trying to guess all the way. And sure. I hate doing that. because No, I, I hate doing it. I actually had to try and stop myself from doing it. Because it became quite apparent to me in this film that it, and I'm going to say this as a, an analogy. It's like watching a, a, a football game, a soccer game. Right, and you're getting to the end of it, and it's nil all, so no one has scored. But they come up and say, "Oh, the red team won five nil." You know what? Yeah, right. well, I don't understand. I didn't see any goals. You know, and then there's this reveal that they've won five nil. But how? Yeah. When, when did that happen? When did that happen? Yeah. So I realized uh, along the way that I was fighting against something I was never going to win. Yeah. So just enjoy, sit back and enjoy. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 And and maybe in the hands of like a Hitchcock or even a Tarantino, dare I say it. Oh. Do you know what I mean? It needed yeah. something. For me, it was just a little bit run of the mill. What about Kevin Smith? <laughs> dialogue. <laughs> a lot of dialogue, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, like a lot of uh, psycho babble. <laughs> <laughs> if you can go red state on that sort of stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah red state's you know, great. Make yeah. it a little bit darker. I'm I'm about done... For the uh, non-spoiler, are you, how do you feel? No, I'm, I'm definitely happy to go to spoilers. Yeah, okay, yeah. so before we do, I'll just give you a, a quick summary of how I feel yeah, non-spoiler, okay. just so yeah. if people do stop, they can go and have an opinion. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. So look, I think this movie plays older, definitely. Um, so I'm thinking maybe kind of that 30 plus, 35 plus, maybe even 40 plus. Yeah. Um, great, great night at the movies, probably for a, a married couple or something like that. Um, and you got to like your kind of classics uh, and the great cast, uh, but it, but it's just it's just a for me it was a good movie. It's not great, it's not special, but it's certainly not bad either. Yeah. And you'll walk away, you know, walk away not regretting spending money, I guess. Yeah, but it definitely plays older for me. I think you got to factor that in. I'd I'd be very interested to see what a teenager thought, for example. I don't even know whether they'd be yeah. interested at all. But I mean. I could almost 100% agree with that. Uh, the only thing I guess I'll add to it is you know that I was texting you the, that day because obviously I knew we were going together. So I was texting you throughout the day going, I'm, I'm hanging for this film. You were very excited to watch yeah, this film. Yeah, I really was because, you know... I, Do you think I, your expectations were too high then going in? It's, that's possible. That's highly possible. Um, and 
I, I could watch it again hmm. just to see if, if that's the case. I think that it's good enough to at least uh, down the line hmm. watch it again just to say, hey. Um, I mean, Kenneth Branagh's worth that, I think. Uh, the cast is worth that to, to be able to see it again. So before spoilers, the other thing I was... I was a little bit disappointed in the overall reveal of the the last act. Yeah, and we're about to uh, to go into that reveal in the last act uh, now. So yeah, if you uh, if you haven't seen a film uh, and you're going to watch it, or uh, you know you just you're going to watch it down the line and you don't want to know any spoilers, tune out now. See ya. Bye. So we're back with uh, the spoiler territory. So if for whatever reason, if you've been pressing your uh, 15 second, 30 second skip and somehow you've landed into this spot right now, right here, right now. It was Josh Gad in the bar with a scotch decanter. <laughs> and it's your fault for <laughs> skipping our episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, um, that's, that's, the, that's where I had my money on the whole time. Gad? Yeah, in the, in the, in the bar. Yeah, okay. I, as I said, I gave up, yeah. absolutely gave up. And do you know what? The end, the reveal, it justified why I gave up. It was a good thing you did give up because um, I really felt the that whole reveal was the softest part of the film. Yeah, God. So firstly, the reveal comes, sorry, not the reveal. The, fir- the first accusation, let's just say, from uh, Poirot, is it Poirot? Is that how you pronounce it? Um, Poirot. Poirot, sorry. The first accusation from Piro was um, out of nowhere, left field, just went, you did it. Yeah. To, can we'll say, right? Spoiler. Yes. Mm-hmm. To yeah. to Daisy Ridley, right? Yep. Uh, mind you, who was really nice to watch her in a film that's not Star Wars, you know? And she yeah. suits this era really well. She, I thought for a moment, just for a moment, I thought, are you like Kira Knightley's like, <laughs> sister or yeah, something? She, she, got that she strong... definitely looks Kira Knightley. That jaw. <laughs> The no, teeth that should have come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that comes out of left. It's like, hang on, what? What? She did it. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's how I felt. Yeah. Then um, uh, that gets spoiled by um, another guy who comes into the picture and the doctor. The who doctor, yeah. Who's played? Who plays the doctor? Um, but he comes in and goes, "No, I did it." He's played by uh, uh, Papa Esiedu. Okay. And I, I apologize if I've pronounced that incorrectly. I'm sure you have. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and then next week he goes, no, no, I did it, and then um, uh, fires a gun, and next minute they're all like literally next scene yeah. they're all racked up on a table outside under in the um, tunnel. Yeah. Uh, like and and um, and the uh, detective is you know doing his. His, his thing, work, his well, thing and why not? Like, monologue. They, uh, you know, we're about to get to the, I guess, the big reveal ourselves. But uh, in terms of who did it, why didn't they? And I'm going to say they. Why didn't they just jump on the little machine that um, brought all of the? Okay, so basically, uh, if we haven't got that far yet, as the as the Mer, as the Orient Express is traveling along the, the tracks, there's a bit of a, um, a snow avalanche, yep. avalanche, yep, which stop, stops the train. So therefore, they can deal with all of this murder. Uh, in a stopped, you know, sort of place. Yes. Yeah. Conven- conveniently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Conveniently. And and just before you get to a mountain with a tunnel underneath, so uh, 
because they haven't turned up to their next stop, the people at the next station decide to obviously come back and realise that they must be stuck at an yeah, avalanche. And clear the path, well. to help clear the path. Yeah. yeah, so they're coming along those tracks in that um, old Looney Tunes style <laughs> uh, where every, uh, where two people stand either side of like yeah. a seesaw yeah. yeah, and start going up and down with a seesaw thing and it goes along the tracks. So they had one of those. Why not just jump on that and get away? Just like... Quick. Oh, the killer. Yeah, no? just yeah. push, 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 push. <laughs> Well, to do that, you'd need a larger, um, a larger boat? cart, right? Yeah, a larger boat. So back onto your um, <laughs> your statement earlier on. So the the I was going to call them the deathy, <laughs> the person who dies, yeah. who gets murdered. Oh yeah, is Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, yeah. right? So he he dies within the first, you know, I, I guess 10, 15 minutes of the film, yeah. right? maybe 15 minutes. I kind of knew that going in, though. Like, uh, yeah. I didn't really know that. So that was a yeah. bit of a surprise for me. But then he's still in the film because they do flashbacks, black and white flashbacks. Yeah. You know, so you clearly know that they're flashbacks. Clearly, yeah. Because <laughs> they're black and white. And we're watching a coloured film. Oh, I see what <laughs> they sure did there. I'm sure there was a subtitle there that said uh, flashback. Yeah, yeah, we are now inserting a flashback. Pay attention. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so he, he's dead and he comes in, he appears, reappears in flashbacks. And then when they're all sitting out under the tunnel by the table and Kenneth Branagh's doing his, uh, his, uh, monologue and breaking everything down, we then find out that the killer is... Everybody. What? Everybody on the train. Now, in the <sighs> poster, it actually also says one of the taglines, you know, we love our tagline, right? In the poster, the tagline is, everyone's a suspect. Yeah, they gave it away right there. <laughs> everyone's a murderer. And look, to, so basically, what kind of happens in this film? You know, it's... Johnny Depp's a real dick of a character. He's a real dick of a character yeah, who's, yeah. you know, ended up uh, murdering a girl. He's done some other stuff, but he's murdered a girl. And that girl happens to belong to a particular family. I think they were the Andersons from memory or something like sure. that. Um, and somehow everyone that's on the train plays a part, all organized by um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, who's at the head. And she is the sister of that that particular little girl um, who's grown up now, right? So she's organized everybody, and I just felt that this... I mean, I can't organize a friggin' Easter lunch, <laughs> you know, to get everyone together just to come up for a barbecue. Yeah. Let alone everyone get on a train without anyone knowing our connection. Dude, Easter was April. Like that was, you know, six months ago. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's difficult to get that many people together. Um, and, and then if you and get them together. orchestrate this perfect crime. To orchestrate. With the world's greatest detective on board. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and and so there's the other point. The world's greatest detective. Now, I do agree with you. Kenneth Branagh is, he is brilliant. As I said, I, I don't feel that he's on the level now. Um, I think he's a bit too clean cut for me. Whereas Daniel Day-Lewis and Ray Fiennes seem to really seep into their characters. Yeah, and give you they have flaws. And one thing I did like about his character, though, is he, was, he didn't take things too seriously until it was time to take things serious, right? So he actually was quite, one of the things that the movie has is a sprinkle of humour, like a light Sprinkle of humour, and, and most of that comes from Kenneth Branagh, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah? definitely. I mean, it's very light, but I found some of it quite amusing. Oh, yeah, I, look, I did enjoy that, but it was clean cut. But yes. as I was saying, the the reason why uh, I feel that I didn't quite get into his character now in today's day and age, 
is that I've been watching Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. play detectives, greatest detectives in the world, um, with really interesting ways of uncovering um, and, and talking about the, the crimes. And I quite side with them on how they discuss their crimes. Yeah. I don't... I and in modern filmmaking, you think they could have made something pretty special with that twist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like you said, it felt like that they got to a point and they said, we have to save money here. Oh, we'll just we'll just cut it out. Mm. We'll just cut out that 25 minutes. It feels like that happened. I'd like to work out whether that is actually the case or not. Yeah. Because you, 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 there, there was no build-up. No. You know, and, and that's where I, I feel like I could have sat through 25 minutes because it was a, a fairly like steady film all the way and then all of a sudden they just went smack bang. Oh, yeah, everyone did it. Yeah. You're like, thanks. And tie it up in a bow and end credit. End yeah. scene and... So here we credits. are. So maybe we, we agree a lot on, you know, I agree that Alfred Hitchcock sort of, um, you know, if he had could put in 25 minutes of his own stuff to build that suspense to get to the reveal. Yeah. That would have helped a lot. Before the reveal, you should be busting your gut and being like, you know, kind of tense and going, okay, what, what's going on? Who is it? You know, what, what could it possibly be? And... Yeah. But you're not. You're just kind of no. cruising with it and then the reveal happens. You're like, oh, okay. That The only shock is the reveal just hits you in the face. Well, the, like it, as far as... It um, does. But as we said, everybody's in, in on it, right? And there's yeah. eight characters. I'm just saying at the top of my head. So they get to the second to third character and I'm getting the gist of what's going on now. And my head's saying, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And I've got to the point at that, about the third character, and we've still got, you know, five characters to go through as to their part in the story. <laughs> and you're like, really? Yeah, and, and I had enough time to think about how I was disliking this whole moment. And how Jason was trying to put his feet up on the uh, barrister. <laughs> it, it sound, like, if I could give a sound effect to what it, my sight was, it was like, <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> That was like your feet trying to reach. <laughs> the flutter. <laughs> yeah, good on you. Um, it, was, it was like the, the, the third funniest thing I've seen in my life. I had my shoes on that have very, uh, haven't got very big heels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, what else on this film? Uh, look, the other, thing, the other good thing about this film is it's actually not offensive in one shape, way or form, yeah? Like there's no swearing, there's no sex... There's no violence. It's clean cut. That's what I was Very saying. Clean it's cut, clean except for the cut. death, but the death is all post. You know, yeah. you don't see the death, and and it's, well, you kind of do, but it's um, insinuated. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's it's kind of nice and clean. So I think you know, and that's why I'm saying it plays older. You know, if you're a pensioner or a senior, you'd yeah. like this film. It's nice. You know, it's it's not offensive or anything like that. So yeah, that's that's one <laughs> can, thing. <laughs> can, I, can I go off topic for a moment? Sure, we haven't really gone off topic. I now understand. Uh, so everyone uh, listening, Jason complained to me the other day about the seat that I provide him when he's in the box office <laughs> studio. And yeah. I was like, I've always known, it's, it's actually an antique. So, you know, uh, I thought it was special to sit on and I don't have any many other options. Um, but now I understand why, <laughs> because I just took the option to lean back in my recliner with my little jib arm yeah, facing me. Yeah, you're very cosy at the moment. And you're still sitting in the little... Yeah, propped up. <laughs> antique. Yeah. <laughs> Crackling and back is sore and that's uh, I'm so sorry, yeah. mate. <laughs> and, and it's a very thin one. You know, not that I'm a big guy, really, but it's yep. quite thin, so... But you know what I'm going to get you a seat. Later on. Now, now, that I've, now that I get it, I'm going to get you a seat. 
that is well, worthy. Well, I can't talk because I provide you with a, a stool. Yeah, but it's good for your posture, right? Yeah. <laughs> so at least at least that's one thing. And you can swing around, and it's yeah. kind of a pretty comfy stool, though. Yeah, it's bad. it's pretty good. I have no complaints, to be okay. fair. So um, I will make sure that I re- I get you a chair for the next time you're here. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Do we have anything else that we're going to go through on this? Um, I think I've covered everything. There was one other thing I wanted to talk about, and that was at the end. Obviously, you noticed the right at the very end, just before the credits. Oh, hang on. We've got a little guest. Come in, buddy. Come in, quick. Is it Max? Max telling us it's our dinner time. Come under here. Crawl under. Yeah, quick. Over here. (laughs) You come sit up here for a second. What movie movie were you watching, Max? Yeah. Yeah, Come here. Yeah. What movie were you watching? What movie are you watching? Speak into the... Um, (gasps) Scooby-Doo. Was it a scary Scooby-Doo or a funny Scooby-Doo? Um, a scary Scooby-Doo. Oh, my. Is it a cartoon or movie? It's got goblins in there. Goblins? Yeah. Goblins? Does this this mean you're going to be crawling into bed with me tonight? Yeah. When goblins come to us. You have nightmares, are you? Yeah. So did you say, what did you come in to tell us? Um... Goblins. Oh, right. Okay. Did you say dinner's ready? Scooby-Doo would have saved the no, day. No, in here. Okay. We'll, we'll come out and get some dinner in a second. I don't know if you uh, noticed right at the end, just before the credits, the last scene, basically, uh, as the train was taking off, uh, Kenneth Branagh was there and the um, conductor was saying that the, I think the, uh, his next job was off, off to the Nile. Oh, right. Yeah. Did you yeah. notice that? Yeah. So if it did well, if it does well, they'll do the death of uh, death at the Nile. Yeah, because the the, the um, people in the theatre sort of gave a little bit of a chuckle Ooh, yeah. on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I thought was kind of fun, but I mean, it's a bit preemptive. But anyway. Sure, but I, I but the thing is, it's just a line, right? Sure. It's just a line. You're not you're not telling anyone that you're going to make another film, but it does. If you do, it sets you up. And yeah, I, you know what? I like that. That's good. I love the film now. That's the best thing. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so we're gonna do our film. summaries. Yeah. Okay, I give you mine. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a little clean cut for my liking. Uh, I was really excited to see this film. So it didn't quite stand up to the um, to the level I was hoping for. I was really hoping to get my teeth into something juicy, and yeah. I like your Alfred Hitchcock um, uh, reference to yeah. that. And I, uh, yeah, that's what I feel. If if he did that sort of film, yeah, we would have been uh, like edge of your seat sort yes. of stuff. Um, maybe feeling a little bit eerie. But anyway, we're, we're we're sitting there with Kenneth Branagh. He's still you know a golden boy in in the sort of theatre and acting world, and that's yeah. fine. He's still a very good director because of his diversity that he that he um, he has in his uh, back catalogue. But I'm going to have to say that you should probably just wait for um, digital subscription. What do you think? Look, I, th- I think as I've already mentioned, it plays older for me. Yeah. So if you're like a if you're a, a senior, I think you go to the movies and watch this on the big screen, really, because yeah. it's not offensive. And if you're a fan, a big fan of some of these actors, maybe then you might go to the cinema as well. Uh, otherwise, you can pretty much just wait for um, for DVD. Uh, or uh, digital rental um, yeah. for me. Yeah, that's kind of where it yeah, is. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll rectify. Yeah, you know what? Yes. Senior citizens, head to the theatre to see this because it's something for you. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't have the edge for me to bring in a younger audience. Put it that way. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, definitely not. I, yeah, I can't imagine your uh, daughters like hanging to see this film. No, no, they're not. Yeah. Well, that's uh, Murder on Orient Express. Yes. Done. In the Orient Express. We don't know. It could be on. <laughs> In it could or be both. on. Both, yeah. <laughs> well, they're literally on top of the uh, Orient Express a couple of times. <laughs> hey, guys, join us for uh, the next few weeks up to Christmas. You know, we're looking ahead and we've got some big titles coming up. You know, we've got uh, the uh, Justice League coming up. We've got... Um, uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. We've got Wanda. Wanda, yeah. Uh, which is coming up. And, uh, yeah, plenty of other ones in between as well, which um, I think, you know, if we can get a chance, we're going to try and see a few, other, a few of those extras. Woody Allen's got a film coming out, which I've been talking about, Wonder yep. Wheel. Yep. Hanging for that one. So up to Christmas, we are going to have just There's also some... a wonder struck as well. There's three wonders in wonders. the next we'll, we'll do the triple threat wonder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be massive uh, up to Christmas. So really looking forward to that. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like the show, why don't you head on down to Facebook or Instagram and look up Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. You'll find us there. We're going to be throwing out some extra content. Or if you just want to have a general chat, write to us to let us know how you feel about the show or any suggestions. Why don't you email us at twodrunkguysofftopic at gmail.com. Oh, look at that. Emails already. And so as not to forget, Facebook, Instagram, Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. See you next week. You forgot Shane Bassett, our movie extraordinaire and all-round nice guy. He's our in-house movie critic. You can reach him on Twitter and Insta at movie underscore analyst. <laughs>